Everything said on the Couplings Fire podcast are our opinions and in no way represent the opinions and values of any agency we are associated with. Hey, this is the Couplings Fire podcast. Here's a couple of things you might need to know or maybe you just forgot. I'm Chris. And I'm Taylor. We're married. And we're both firefighters. Join us as we talk anything and everything fire related. Based out of small town, rural Nebraska, we bring our unique challenges and solutions to the table every episode. Our goal? better the rural volunteer firefighting community one person at a time. Let's get on to the episode. Oh, hi everybody. Yeah, hi guys. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome. Like Taylor said. And tonight we have a little bit different of an episode, but I am gonna start off with my first question of the night. Ooh. Give me a good nickname for 32. Other than Guantanamo? Other than Guantanamo. Um, Big green forestry truck. No. No, I'm just I'm explaining what truck that is. Oh, okay. I was like, that's a terrible Grass thing. rig slash medium rescue slash... Well, I know what I'd call it, but that'd be a better name truck. for 63. What would you call it? Big Bird. Big Bird? Big Bird's yellow. Thirty-two is—it's the weird green-yellow where it's like in between the two dang colors. I, I'm just saying, Big Bird's yellow. Like it would make sense if Big Bird was green, but but that color is a yellow-green. It's like that weird in-between color. I think it counts as green, though. I don't know. Big Bird's not like yellow-green. No, but like if we still had <laughs> sixty-three, sixty-three would be Big Bird. I see. I would call it Kermit. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. It's too yellow to be Kermit. But it's shaped like a frog. Are you kidding? And life's hard when you're a frog. I see, I see, that's what made me think of it. I see that on Facebook. Someone had a, a So Kermit. I was on the right track you with were like on the right Jim track. Henson and everything? Yes. <laughs> but like. We could just call it, we could just call it Jimmy for Jim Henson. <laughs> I call it Kermit. Like, bring Kermit. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, um, you could call it Hulk. No, it's not that type of green. Because it's like a big. It's, but it's green and it's like no, bulky. No, no, that's reserved for the actual green. I've seen other green fire trucks. People <laughs> have the green ones. This is not a green truck. It's that weird yellow, green, green, yellow, whatever you want to call I it. I still think it counts as green. No. You better come up with a better one then. Um. Because <laughs> I can't think of anything that's that color. Honker. Uh, everyone always hits the, the horn when they step oh, in Oh, the air it. horn because it's on the floor? Everybody <laughs> does it. It was hilarious. We were at a grass fire. And, weird. and Bring the honker out. The the guy who was who was driving it uh, with me in there and stuff, every time he'd get in, not after filling the dang truck, he'd hit it. One time scared somebody and he jumped a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could see that, but I don't think it's a good nickname for it. I still think Big Bird's better. It's not green. But it's closer to is the there, Kermit than it is the Big Bird. Is there a Muppet or someone from Sesame Street or something that's more around the, that same color? I can't even think of anything that's that color. Except for fire trucks. <laughs> Except for fire trucks. <laughs> Bring the fire truck. <laughs> Bring the ugly one. Bring the ugly one. I'm sorry, if you guys like that color. Beetlejuice. I do. Beetlejuice. Not really. I mean, I don't Beetlejuice know. Beetlejuice could be that one. Bug guts. We, we gotta get better at this for the next questions. Well, I know, but I just... 
we were talking about names and mascots and stuff. It would let right into it. So anyway. Anyway, so what we're actually doing tonight? Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. What are we calling this? Just a game night. I don't know. I'm not quite sure. Random fire questions to. We wanted to bring you guys a little bit of a. Uh, funner episode instead of strict information. Maybe one that we can share some stories on and just have some good answers and I don't know, just random stuff. It's kind of gonna be like a random quiz game night kind of deal. Yeah. See, I had and this goes with a lot of the podcast we do. I had a different idea of what the podcast of what this episode could be versus what Chris has an idea of what it's gonna be. So we're gonna see what happens because, like, I'm just like going on the. The whole idea from the beginning for me was, oh, like, we could, like, test our fire knowledge with, like, name five chiefs that you know, or name a couple truck brands or whatever, you know? Like, I wanted to, like, have fun with that and, like, kind of just see what would stump us and just, like, have fun with stuff. And then he's going off with more, like, actual questions, like, like, a nickname for 32. (laughs) I just want it to be fun. Yeah. And I don't want to find out that I... Don't know five chiefs. You know five by chiefs. By name. You know five chiefs by name. I do? Yeah. Like past and present? It doesn't matter. Just have to be chiefs. Chief Miller. I, I was going to tell you, pick famous people. Like, there, there's so many, like, yeah, just like, all right, all right, give me another one. Give me another one. Give me another one. Uh, name four tools you can take inside with you for a search. New York hook, thermal camera, Halligan, door wedge. That's four. I mean, keep I can't, talking. I can't go above and beyond here. You can if you want. Uh, Show off. You, you, done sh- you done shut me off now. I was on a roll. <laughs> Hose, nozzle. Axe. Axe. Little car axe. <laughs> Snagger tool. Three foot pike pole, four foot pike pole. <laughs> Attic ladder. Okay, for that, search. Okay. Oh, for search, my bad. I missed that one. You're going a little too far. <laughs> you got me excited, I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, all right, fine. So all those right. are your questions, and my questions are more just... Well, like, I might give... We might both go into different types of questions, because, like... We'll see how it goes. Okay. All right, so you want to give another one, or you want me to do one of mine? I don't know. <laughs> I'm kind of scared. Um, okay, so what is, in the fire service, what is either, what is, like, the funniest thing you've ever heard about the fire service? About it, or in it, or whatever. Just anything related to fire service. A story. That's way too broad. It's, go for it. I have nothing that comes to my head. When it comes to my head? What? Your Antarctica firefighting friend that you met at conference? Yeah, it's weird, but, like... I think it's hilarious, because until I seen a picture of Antarctica, like, what I had in my mind was all cartoons. Like, penguins everywhere, frozen tundra of Hoth and Star Wars. It wasn't just that. It's, like, an unending snowstorm. Right. It's like, why would you ever need firefighters in our, in our, in Antarctica? (laughs) On Antarctica. Nobody even lives there, but apparently people live there. 
And it's like, okay, what would you do for water? Well, apparently not everything is completely frozen. I don't know. It's just the thought of that in my head and like, you know, like an old West, like main street <laughs> with like the saloon and like all this kind of stuff. Like that, this just made me laugh. Like what would you do for trucks? Everything up freezes and up. Dust kicking up and rolling around or anything. You have a snow or like the snow dust or whatever, like kicking up and like yeah. going down the street and. <laughs> Um, like snowmen just like kind of sliding down the street. Well, I was, was going to say, instead of tumbleweed, you have like a snowball. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, what do you told me about? Polar bears. <laughs> Polar bears running around here. Gotta watch out for them. And then instead of like a, a cattle herd going across Main Street, just like a flock of penguins just like waddling down Main Street and yeah, holding you, up all the traffic. And You, you don't have like, hydrants or anything. <laughs> you just like, st- you just stick your... Pipe pull or something like that down the ice to create a hole and you can start a draft and you just... <laughs> exactly. I'd be like, it's got to be freezing, so... Or, like, dang freaking cold. So it was like, how do you even get your truck started? I don't even know. Like, that was probably the funniest thing I've heard in a long time when you told me that there was a firefighter in Antarctica. And <laughs> until we actually looked it up and kind of did a little bit of research, that was like... I had just had cartoons freaking going in my head, like... An igloo started on fire today, like, ooh, you know? <laughs> Let it melt, it'll be fine. I don't so, know. So, just... in Antarctica, the average temperature is around 14 degrees Fahrenheit for summer temps. No, that's... Hold on. Ooh, information. I'm trying. Trying. But, yeah, like, that's all I could think of was just, like, this cartoon scene of a frozen tundra and penguins and like I, I don't know I just didn't know what to think until we actually started doing research on it that was that was probably the funniest thing I've heard slash could think of for a long time in the fire service like, so apparently in the summertime Antarctica can reach 50 degrees really Fahrenheit yeah in the summertime in the summertime which is like what one month the highest temperature ever recorded was in February of 2020, actually. It hit a record high of 69 degrees Fahrenheit. Dang, get out the shorts. Right? That was like what it was today. We could have... We could have gone to Antarctica. could have rode the motorcycle <laughs> to Antarctica. Oh, that's crazy. Oh. Um, so, Antarctica has two seasons, summer and winter. Obviously. And the average temperature varies dramatically. Oh, well, thank you. Of course. (laughs) (sighs) Anyway, you guys see what I'm getting at here. Like, the whole idea of firefighters in Antarctica, like, there's got to be nothing there. Like, if you know nothing about it, go to your, go to the research and it'll change your opinion on it. But, like, your average person, like, Antarctica, who lives on Antarctica, absolutely nobody. Scientists and that's it. Why do you need a fire department there? But apparently, there's just a couple bars there and a bowling alley and. Well, like, and but they're like they're small communities though. Still, like they're communities of people who are there to do specific jobs. But there are like people there who facilitate the people who are doing those jobs with like bars and bowling alleys or like different food or like you know firefighting to help the people who are doing the actual work there. It's just ridiculous. That's right. All but all I'm thinking is like Big Bang Theory, where there's like four people who go to a scientific base and that's it. Like, you know. Like, you're stuck there for the year. You get what you get. That's it, you know? Like, I don't know. Like, you gotta be crazy. But that was probably the funniest thing I've heard in a long time. And I think it's just because my mind automatically went to, like, cartoons and, like... And it it was hilarious because it got thrown on you in the middle of a podcast. 
because I didn't tell you about that before. Right. And yeah. I forgot about it enough that it came up and you're like, wait, what? So you had legitimate, like, firsthand, the, the listeners got firsthand listening of you hearing this for the first time. It was kind of cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was just, I don't know. I hear a lot of funny stories, but, like, that one, like, tops my list because it just immediately, like, cartoons just, like, and the whole deal about him, like, having to, like, move the penguins by, like, walking like I a penguin. I don't think it happened a lot, but I think it was just something he remembered that he said or whatever. Like, they found out, like, that was the easiest way to get them to move. Like, if they were being a hassle. Yeah. Or in the, in the little town or community or whatever. You and don't try to shoot more. I mean, you can. He said, I think he said it would work. But the easiest way to do it was to start walking like a penguin and they would follow you. Can you imagine that? Like some fire chief out there, like this is ridiculous. Like <laughs> waddling around like a penguin. <laughs> They're making it all over the edge of town. Probably got a little like light on. Wonder if zookeepers know that, or like you know, know people who do the aquariums <laughs> or whatever. Like, uh, it just it just makes me laugh. So, so yeah, I guess so that's what made me think of that question, because that is the funniest thing I've okay. heard in a long time. Maybe on your next questions, maybe make them a little bit more specific. I don't because know. Because that was super broad. Who invented the fire hydrant? Carl Hydrant? (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's like the Heimlich remover, Heimlich maneuver. It's like Carl Hydrant? I don't know. Um, (laughs) Do you know? I do. I just, I'm having a brain fart and I can't think of his name right at the moment. It's super famous. Um,. Mr. Clean. No. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. The, this is, the credit for inventing the first fire hydrant system is often given to Frederick Graff Sr. Okay. Um, thinking scientists back when... Tesla? No. Um, further back. When... Further back. The United States just came up. Franklin? Yeah. Ben Franklin? Benjamin Franklin. He had something to do with it. Um, I know he was a volunteer firefighter. What? Yeah. Dude, he's got a literal picture with this, like, a helmet on. Yeah, like, he was, he was in the Philadelphia Fire. He co-founded the Union Fire Company, also known as the Bucket Brigade. Bucket Brigade, that's what I think. I thought he had something more to do with the hydrant system, but... Well, I feel like the hydrant system was way too late for that. Like, I feel like that probably wouldn't come up as early as what they did. Because, like, yeah. I don't remember. It was, it was a much, long time ago. It was, but... Um, yeah, he was a fireman um, for Philadelphia, and... So the Bucket Brigade was the first formally organized all-volunteer fire company in the colonies... And was shaped after Boston's Mutual Fire Societies. Cool. Yeah, it must have just been the Bucket Brigade. I thought he had something to do with the hydrants. Or, like, being able to get water. That would be the Bucket there. Brigade. Like, on a, on a system, though, not, oh. not so much. I don't know. But, yeah, that, that's what it was, so. All right, anyway, so. Now, do you know how Benjamin Franklin tied into the fire service? Apparently, yeah. We just went over it all. Yeah. And what was it? 
he started the first volunteer fire department and did the bucket brigade thing in Philadelphia. In Philadelphia, very nice. <laughs> yeah, very few people know that he was a fireman. That's cool. So, that I had no cool. idea. There you go. So. Uh, um, well, this is an easy one. What percentage do volunteers make up in the fire service in the United States? Approximately. Hmm. Oh, you don't know this one? I don't know this one. I'm going to say somewhere between 85 and 90 percent. It's 70. Oh, it's really? Yep. Lower than I thought it was. But, I mean, it's still high. Oh, it's still definitely high. Yeah. So, actually, several are actually moving to full paid departments from volunteers. So, maybe that's why it's at 70 percent. But, um, yeah, I thought you knew that one. No, I did not know that Okay, one. I thought it was going to be easy. Nope. Uh, you want me to do one more or you got one more? Or nope, what? go go again. Uh, let's do... I'll take Ooh. fire tools for 500. How about no? Oh. Um, what do the different colors on the hydrants mean, and what levels are they? That varies. Oh, I'm proud of you. Okay, what Every, is it? Everyone's a little bit different, but... So what's ours basically, here? Basically, ours is... Um, or even if you say just the order from top to bottom, from most gallonage to least gallonage, that's fine. Yeah. Um... Black is our most. Jeez, you're really getting me. I had this all down. Black is the most. Red is the least. So where are the two in the middle? Green. So red is the least, which is up to 500 gallons, I believe. Hey, look, if you look at our hydrant map on Google Maps, you can see the all the orange. So red is up to 500 gallons. Orange is up to 750 Green is 750 to 1,000, and black is 1,000 plus mm -hmm. GPM. Um, so that's yeah, the way so, ours run. Yeah, but every I found out very quickly that every district is different, especially with colors, but a lot of times hydrants are color-coded to represent GPM output. Yeah. So an easy way for me to remember which order things go in, it's the opposite color of the rainbow, black, green, orange, red. Yeah, I had an acronym for it, but I can't remember what it is. Blog? Begore! Blog? Blog? I don't know. Anyway, yes. Yeah. So, yes. It's opposite color of the rainbow. If you put black after violet, then you're going to have black, green, orange, red. way too complicated. It's easy! It's the opposite color of the most awesome thing in the world, a rainbow. That is the most awesome thing <laughs> I don't know. Ever. I like color, so there's that. <laughs> Right. Have you seen me? I love color. You should see my desk at work. <laughs> exactly. All right. So, um, let's see here. My turn. Favorite fire page, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, to follow and why? Oh. Okay. Like somebody, like an account or like a page to go talk in? Because there's different. Either or. I, I guess I put down page, but. Okay. Either or. Oh, jeez. Um, that's tough. Well, it sucks because some of the ones that were more active for a Begor. while aren't... It's Begor. I said that. I said Begor, and you're like, like what? But Begor. Black, green, orange, red. That's way harder to remember than my opposite way of the rainbow just Whatever. saying. I don't even care. <laughs> Moving on. Every kid in kindergarten learns the rainbow colors. I'm just saying. That's like... You know. 
how many acronyms are there in the fire department and you have to remember the BIGOR for hydrants? I mean, sorry. I, that's how I remember it. Obviously, I failed this time, but... <laughs> so does it work? I haven't looked at it for a while. <laughs> does it actually work? Hmm. Um, favorite page to follow? It's a boy, big jiv. That's way longer. And I have to remember that backwards. Just think of a rainbow in your head. It's not that hard. Like <laughs> I don't think of colors like you do. <laughs> Favorite page on Facebook. I'm trying. I'm trying. I... Can I check? Can you check? Can I check? Okay, fine. You can check. I can check. My favorite page to follow um, is Fire Department Chronicles is number one because Jason is freaking hilarious. Shout yeah. out to him. Like, he's always coming up with, like, new news stories and making fun of them and all sorts of stuff because from the oh. perspective of the fire service, it's freaking hilarious. So, if you haven't heard of Fire Department Chronicles, go find Jason. He's hilarious and follow him. And... If you already know of him, you already know what I'm talking about. What's yours? I have two. Well, I have another one too, but go ahead. Okay. Fit to Fight Fire. Okay, why? I really like it. Why? I really like the inspirational stuff that they put out there. I really, um, I like the podcast that they have anyways. I, I just, I love how, um, it, it doesn't get out there much and I won't push into it too much, but I love how unapologetically Christian they are in a lot of what they post. You don't see that too much. I like it. So that's my number one. It's just, it, it really helps get me in a good center when I'm having a bad day or when I just need something to remember or like they have really good nuggets of just little phrases or verses that they'll put on there. And I, I just, I love it. It's a good little quick reminder for the day. So go. that's my first one. All right. Your second one? Second one is train your probie. That is a good one. Why? Uh, again, a lot of with the motivational side of things. Um, sometimes they'll put up some stuff to do with fitness stuff in there and, you know, here lately I'm trying to get more on the fitness tracks or like starting a fitness kind of journey. We'll see how that goes. But it's just, it's a nice, again, little reminder stuff in there just to get into it. It's a different type, it's a different, uh, aspect to the fire service than what I tend to see a lot of Yeah. overall. So I think that's what I like a lot about it. They're very positive. They're very... Let's get to work, but let's do it together kind of thing. Like, I yeah. don't know. So. Yeah. yeah and training your probie is great because, yeah. like, it's, it's, it can be anything from basic stuff to more advanced stuff. And, mm -hmm. and they'll put something on there, let everyone comment, and then they'll kind of put their nuggets in there and stuff yeah. like that. Or you can just read through the comments and figure out what works best in your area. It's pretty cool. Yeah. You I got really another like one? Do. Um, Firefighter Fenton. He's kind of along the same lines as mm -hmm. Jason on Fire Department Chronicles, but he puts up a lot of funny videos, just random fire clips a lot of times that he's making fun of and stuff like that. Got a big old mustache. Pretty funny. <laughs> so, yours is... Big old fake mustache. Big old fake mustache, yes, but it's still, still funny. Um, and those guys are kind of do stuff together every once in a while, too, and they're mm -hmm. just... They're hilarious. They're always coming up with new stuff, and... Like, Jason is notorious for finding, like, news articles and stuff like that. He found a news article about doing CPR with your feet and stuff like that. Like, it was, it's, it's just super funny. So, I love following those guys. Uh, very upbeat, very, very fun to listen to. So, yeah. those are my two pages that I love to follow. 
<laughs> so I love the information, but those guys always make me laugh. So that makes a good day. Yeah. All right. What's your next I, question? I changed mine to what I'm looking at right now. Mm. Um. Okay. So we all know the thin red line. We know what that means, right? Stands for support, basically support of firefighters slash especially a death right. firefighter, right? Can you name the other thin lines, colors, and what they stand for? Well, I know there's blue for the police, uh, yellow for dispatch. Yep. Um, gray the armed forces. Nope. No? There is a gray, but it's not for armed forces. Gray is correctionals? Yep. Okay. Um, orange? Nope. No orange? Not that I see on here. Green? Yep. Green was for uh, military, I believe. Mm-hmm. And there's another one? Yep, there's one more. You're missing, you're missing a big one. Red, blue, yellow, green. You said gray, too. Gray. Mm, I can't think of that one. Purple? Come on, honey. Purple? No. You are both part of the fire and... EMS. Okay. Okay, EMS. Uh... I don't know what color they'd be, though. You stumped. Take a guess. Of a color. Of a color. Um, rainbow. <laughs> Kinda. I don't know. White. Oh, uh, white. <laughs> because police already have blue, so EMS can't have blue. Right. Yeah. So, they're white. Okay, yeah. So, there you go. You got me. That was a good one. I thought that was a pretty good one. Oh. That one is a good one. Somewhere else, like, and I don't know how, because I know, like, dispatch is yellow slash gold or whatever. Another one has yellow security on here, with dispatch being, like, an orange, but I think dispatch is actually gold. I have no idea. But, the, I mean, I've seen a lot of those commonly, so I was just yeah. curious if you knew them or not, so. I, I knew most of them. I think <laughs> I knew them all, just couldn't quite get them. They put me on the spot, so. That's the point of these questions. No. It's fun. All right, uh, my turn. Station mascot. What would you have our station mascot be? Um, I don't know. See, I feel like we need something tough, but I don't know what. I don't even know that I necessarily have one for this department. Oh, thank you for putting me on the I, I, That's the point, isn't it? Mm, kind of. See, like, I was going off of, like, actual fire knowledge, and you're going off with, like, all this, like, creative stuff, and I'm like, dude, <laughs> come on. You're it's creative. totally not even you're the same You're the creative level. one here. Come on. So, uh, something like a, like, a, like a mascot takes time to develop and make sure you have the right one for your department. So, you know, like, come on. Yeah. Would be, like, the Fighting Irish or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have anyone who's Irish on this department? Technically, I think I have, like, a tenth of... Irish blood me. I don't know. It'd be, it'd be you a have zero. I have zero, yeah. <laughs> hey, at least when I drink on St. Patrick's Day, I have a little bit of integrity there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, fine. 
Um, we'll skip that one because I don't have a good answer for that one either. I was just curious what you'd come up with. Oh, okay. Sorry. Not, not Big Bird. Not Big Bird? Not Frankie Big Bird. the Fire Truck? Frankie. We, we had that little cartoon. Yeah, the little cartoon that I made. Little cartoon fire truck, Frankie. Yeah. So we, we have this little uh, uh, poster board we made uh, to help people remember which trucks go to which fires and the order that goes in. Which because sounds stupid. We have to remember that city trucks are supposed to be used for city and rural trucks are supposed to be used for rural, so there's that too. So, you know, especially for, it's more for new people. Right. Yeah. It's what it's geared towards. It's not geared towards everybody else. Like, it's geared towards the new people. If they don't know what to take, it's a good guideline for them to be like, okay, this is what you need to get started to get ready. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, so if you can go ahead and start it and let it start building up pressure or whatever, if it has air brakes or whatever, you know, go ahead and do that. Anyway, so... I put this little guy in the corner. He's really dang cute. I need to take a picture of him or something. Dude, yeah. Frankie the fire truck. He was adorable. Cutest little guy I've ever made in there. And uh, he's what, just telling people to know your numbers. And yeah, know your numbers. So say, what what do we tell him to say? Know like, your numbers. Know your numbers. And he was just cute. Oh. So, anyways. Frankie, yeah, we could use Frankie, the little <laughs> cartoon guy. Um, I'd be a good one for like the like a mascot to have for like the kids, but then like. Maybe our actual mascot would be like Frankie once he went to the gym and did a lot of weights or something like, like <laughs> Buff Frankie. Buff Frankie. Rrr, you got like you got the ladders on the side of the truck that were like the skinny little ladders and it was little tiny Frankie and then the you then you got like big like thirty two foot ladders. ladders, ladders that are like bowing or about thirty six and... foot ladders <laughs> like <laughs> Frankie went to the gym. <laughs> Frankie's on steroids. <laughs> Let's see, you go from Frankie the fire truck to Frankie the heavy rescue. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, what is the funniest outfit you've ever seen under fire gear? Um, I have two that actually come to mind. And my first one's funny because it was this wasn't that long ago. Oh. Um. We had a smoke alarm going off in a house about it was probably 5, 5.30 in the morning. And we took three trucks up there and searched the house, didn't end up finding anything. We all come back to the station. We're just kind of sitting around, kind of unloading and getting ready to go back home. And one of our members is sitting there on our bench and flannel PJs and I don't even remember what he had on for a shirt but it looked like a hockey shirt almost yeah like like a, that a colorful or like jersey or soccer shirt wasn't it maybe I don't, I don't know remember. I think you were giving him a hard time about it but like it was like the best set of pajamas I had ever seen on the fire department <laughs> it was it was hilarious everyone else is like Got out of bed and put on jeans and like a t-shirt. And he and just stuff came like in like that. legit pajamas, and I'm and like, like, dude, I am proud of you. And socks and slippers, like he yeah. had the slippers. He had the whole outfit. I mean, it was just like <laughs> he jumped out of bed. I'm surprised he didn't have a freaking onesie on. Like yeah. it was perfect. It was hilarious. And I got a picture of him against his will, but it was freaking hilarious. I mean, that was that's one of the best outfits I've seen for sure. Mm -hmm. um, the other one, I wasn't involved in but i've heard many a times in this station <laughs> one of our uh our senior firemen our older firemen back in his younger days um got a bed either real late at night or real early in the morning i can't remember and out fighting a grass fire 
and had to go to, <laughs> I had to go to the bathroom and uh th- this is getting told secondhand to me so uh goes out past the everything out there a little ways and finds a tree and uh hikes down his bunker pants and <laughs> he can't can't figure out how to get a how to get out of his underwear. Couldn't well, find the hole. Couldn't find the hole to to get out to go to the bathroom. And it turns out that uh, in the process of getting out of bed and everything that happened at home, he had put his wife's underwear on. <laughs> and it was just... And I know it's probably not near as funny to you guys as it is to me, but like hearing this story come from this this older gentleman on our fire department and the way he tells stories is just hilarious, but I, that was a story that I'll never forget because I don't know anyone else who uh, would do that and not notice it. Yeah. But also be brave enough to tell the story when they're all said and done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, and he's not I would afraid never, to tell the story to anybody. I would never admit to that. Like, I don't know, like, uh, hmm, something feels a little funny. Like, maybe, you know, you got a wedgie or, like, softer than usual or something, you know? I don't know. Like, there's tons of Also depends there. on the type of underwear you that's wear. True, and... That's true. <laughs> but, yeah, that was probably one of those stories that I laugh at the most. I'm sure there is more to the story as he tells it, but holy crap, that's a funny one. And it's just... wasn't even so much the outfit, just, just that freaking underwear. <laughs> just amazing. It makes me laugh. All right, you got another one? Yeah, all of mine are the same type of questions, though. Go cause... for it. We can okay. do both sides of it here. This one's going to be more of an opinion question. All right. We're American gonna, gonna or Euro get, helmet? We're going to get in a fight, aren't we? Yeah. Oh. American I'm, or Euro helmet, I'm and traditional. why? I just, I'm traditional. I have no, I have no facts to, to back up the Euro helmet. I just do not like the looks of it. I'm a traditional guy. The Euro helmets are probably safer. I don't know, but I'm a traditional guy. I love the <laughs> traditional helmets. So, that's my opinion. I won't get into a fight on that one, but... You? I feel like traditional, but I have reasons. <laughs> you have reasons? <laughs> like, um... First of all, I like the look of it. It looks nicer to me. You like the look of the Euro helmets? No, traditional. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you said tradition. My bad. I wasn't listening. Of course. That's like <laughs> you. I'm just your wife. I need sound effects. <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> I might be able to make that happen. Uh, <laughs> um, no, but like, so I like the look of it. It looks really good. Um, I think it's, and I grinned, I haven't taken on and off a year at home, but I feel like it's easier to take on and off if you needed to in the middle of something. Like, you know, we do sometimes either that ladder drill or, like, other things where you might need to take off your helmet to get through something and put it back on or whatever. I feel like it's easier to do that with that helmet versus the Euro helmet. I feel like you have, and I, I don't know for sure because I haven't tried the Euro helmet. I feel like you have better situational awareness with the traditional helmet. Because... Not, not being, like... Closed in. Yeah. Not um, having those blinders Especially, on. like, with the ears. Yeah. Like, because, you know... You use your ears to listen to things. Yeah, exactly. So I think you. How does a Euro helmet work with a mask? I don't know. I have no idea. Hmm. Um, and then the last little thing is um, you have that lip on the back. Mm-hmm. So it can keep stuff from going back down into your gear. 
Whereas with the Euro helmet, there's nothing kind of stopping stuff for everyone to, to fall down in there, like glass yeah, down or in something. Yeah, your collar or something like that. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, let's see here. What do I have here? What is the weirdest or funniest thing you've ever come across on a fire scene? Isn't that kind of the same thing as what you said before? I don't know. Is that what I said before? You said that in like your first or second question. That's the funniest story. It's the same thing. Okay, fine. Um, You're way too broad with these. Like, I have no well, idea I'm what to pull. Sorry. Point. That's up to you. You can pick whatever you want. All right, what do you got? No. Oh, um. Again, I'm all serious. I'm sorry. Name ten pod fire podcasts. Ten. Yep. Shouldn't be hard. One of our other episodes, we were saying that you had like twelve or fifteen or whatever. Like, I don't no, know. you're the one that has all those. But you, you I'm gonna couple. try. Okay, ten. Um, we got ours coupling on our <laughs> podcast. Of Good job. Course. Good uh, plug. Peter Lamb. Um, uh, East Coast has a great firefighting podcast. Um, both volunteer and he's more towards the professional What's it side. Called? But um, just a firefighter training podcast. Thank you. Like I need a name. Um, do work. Those guys are funny. Uh, they're down in Texas. Small paid department. Very funny to listen to, but they do have a lot of good information. I love listening to them. Uh, getting salty experience. New York firefighters. Those guys are hilarious. They sit around, tell stories, and they do have some pretty good knowledge on there. You have to look for it. It's the little nuggets in their stories and stuff like that. They're funny to listen to. Um, jump seat radio. I can't remember. Jump seat is done by, I think jump seat's done by Ryan. I think. No, that's Average Shake. Robbie Owens. Robbie Owens is Average Shake. He has a really good podcast. That's six. That's six. But you're um, looking for jump seat. Yeah, jump seat. Um, let's see here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get Ryan you guys, Pennington. Ryan Ryan Pennington just jump seat. Um, again, just a lot of really good information. Robbie Owens. Does average shake average shake podcast, which he covers books, tricks and tips, interviews, all sorts of stuff. Then you have Pip with Five 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 Fitness. Mm -hmm. um, he's really huge on the fitness side of things, obviously, um, and he does a bunch of interviews with people and stuff as well. I didn't know it was actually a podcast. Um, I know he's done other podcasts. I don't know if he had his own. He may not have his own. I don't remember. I thought he did, but maybe not. Let me check. Let's take it for a review. Because I know he does a lot, but... He may not have a podcast. I know he has a... I don't think he has an actual podcast. I know he does a lot of different podcast episodes. And he has the whole uh, company behind it. But I don't think he yeah, does that. Yeah, I don't it. think he does that. So you so. still got six. Um, Valor with Dave. There you go. Uh, Dave. Uh, Dave Mellon. Mellon. There you go. Thank you. I can't. I've had a hard time with his last name here lately. I'm at seven. You're at seven. Like you're going be above and beyond. You're remembering everyone's names and stuff too. I'm trying. Uh, la la. Those are the ones that I listen to. I know uh, you listen to Behind the Shield. Mm, Don't know one. anything about that one. Um, Five Alarm Task Force. Mm -hmm. That's a pretty good one. That's pretty good one. I can't nine. remember his name, though. 
Um, but he does tons of interviews with Chiefs and all sorts of stuff all across the board there. Does Zooniverse have podcasts? He technically does now. He technically does. He just started it. Oh, okay. He just started, like, literally like a week or two ago. Okay. Um, Zooniverse? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> or if you look I up... Think, I might be <clears throat> under Talking Out of My Session. I'm not talking, sure which yeah. one... He started the podcast under. Let's check. That's what I was going to say. If you're looking for him, I, I can't tell you where he's based out of, but he started out on YouTube. California. California. He started out on YouTube, and if you look up Talking, either Zooniverse is who he goes under. Otherwise, if you look up Talking Out of My Stash, um, he does a lot of good interviews with firefighters and stuff, and he is a firefighter. He's a very awesome guy. So, uh, what is that, eight? You, you're at 10. Oh, I'm at 10? You're at 10 now. Sweet. 10. I made it to 10. I didn't <laughs> think I'd make it that far. So some of the honorable mentions that you didn't mention is the Brotherhood Academy Radio. Ah, the Bar Boys and DTFF. And DTFF. What was I was thinking? Dang it. Those guys are good. Code 3. I don't know Code 3. Uh, Crew First Culture. Firefighter Engineering Podcast. Or like the whole like yeah, you whatever. Just, the Firefighter Success Podcast. Uh, did you say Fit to Fight Fire? No. Uh, Flow and Vent. You got Help from the Line. You have the Ignited Firefighter Podcast. Ignited's pretty good. Yeah, Ignited's pretty good. Uh, Multiple Calls Podcast. Uh, the Professional Brotherhood Podcast. You actually listen to the one, I think. Um, Firehouse Vigilance. I just started listening to Truck Schmucks. I haven't listened too far into it. I've only think I've... Schmucks. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about I've only schmucks. watched, like, or listened to the first couple episodes, which, on and I know everyone's first couple episodes are a little hard to listen to because of audio quality or whatever. Even our first ones were... These ones probably even aren't the best yet. We don't have official yeah. mics or anything yet. But there's... So I need to listen to some later ones, maybe, and get into those. So those are the kind of the top... Fire ones I have that you didn't mention. Or, like, just some of the other ones that you could have yeah, mentioned. Yeah, you have, like, 50 of them, so... You yeah, I added more people. since we did that episode where we talked about them all. Yeah. So... There you go. So. All right, um... I can't believe you didn't mention DTFF. I, I completely spaced them. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't listened to them for a while, either, so... <laughs> They're a good. They're a good group. Uh, mm-hmm. Canada, which we mentioned them a lot because we do. We do like listening to them. That's well. They're one of the closest to what we deal with around here. Yeah, and I, a lot of my training influence when I was a training officer mm-hmm. came from yeah. those guys. So they're a pretty awesome department. They have a lot of good knowledge on them. The last few episodes uh, that I listened to were more reviewing some of their calls and stuff like that. Yeah, kind of got away from the some of the training stuff that I really liked, but... Well, I think they go, just like everybody else, they go mm-hmm. in kind of seasons of stuff. So maybe this season they're more into reviewing calls than they are training stuff. Yeah. But, you know. They always got some good stories yeah. and stuff, too, so... Um, all right. Uh, let's see here. Can you name four different apparatus pieces? Pieces? What do you mean they're pieces? like trucks... What do you mean? Units. Like 5432? No. Or like, like engine. Type. Yeah. Engine, truck, rescue, ladder? Uh, well, ladder's a truck. We, that's hard because we don't run yeah, that way. Engine, truck, 
rescue. Heavy rescue? Uh. <laughs> rescue, light rescue, <laughs> medium rescue. Um, okay, do you know another one that I'm missing? Because uh, if you said four and you don't know four, that sucks. Well. That's crap. Just saying. <laughs> you have, like, command vehicles. Oh, oh, and you have, and you have you med cheater. units, and you have med units. Okay, hold on. And you on. have hazmat units. Okay, I can see. Have, I could maybe see the hazmat, but come on. And you have, uh, I I don't know what they're technically called, but like your um, air support. Uh, your seats. No, uh, like with your uh, words, words. <laughs> I know words are hard. <laughs> Your air compressors and uh, that one system we have down there for the air ball. Holy crap, mud. <laughs> I know the words, I just want to see you struggle. Uh, you're killing me, Smalls. Your cascade system. Cascade. <laughs> I was thinking waterfall, I was getting there. Cascade system, your, that kind of stuff. But this is a random question, I don't know. I feel I'm, like I that's cheating. Out, I, I ran out of questions, so I'm having to come up I with I could maybe head. see the hazmat one, but at the same time, I know there are a lot of departments that run their hazmat stuff out of other trucks. So there's that. And command vehicle, I mean, come on. I'm sorry. Come on, what are your battalion chiefs running around in? Okay. <laughs> <sighs> it's a question. Okay. I ran out, and you told me I had enough, so it's your fault. Your next question. You ran out of what? I ran out of questions. You did? Yeah, I ran out. I'm all I'm all out. Okay, I'm having too much fun with this to stop. Um yeah, keep going then. Oh, radios just for the officers or for everyone on the department? For, I think for volunteers. I I think as long as everyone is trained to use a radio and when to use it, I think everyone should have one. Yeah. Um and the price of like pagers anymore is going up and up and you might as well have a radio but even for like interior fires and stuff like that it's great for everyone to have a radio in case you get stuck somewhere well how many times i know it's happened to me before which is why i'm gonna complain about it um are we supposed to say like oh we're gonna trade radios to whoever's going inside to make sure they have a radio and you know what i went inside with my partner guess what you guys, I think you actually went out before me. I think I was actually relieving you. And I didn't get a radio. No one gave me the radio. No one gave my partner the radio. No one thought about it. We got in there. We didn't have a radio. Yeah, neither one of you guys had a radio. Yeah, it was annoying. Um, and that's not the first time or the only time it's happened. But I know that's what everyone thinks. Oh, well, we'll just, we'll just pass them off. We don't have to buy that many. We'll just pass them off. Make sure everyone has one that needs one. Yeah, sure. Okay. Mm -hmm. yep. It works great in theory. In theory. <laughs> Not in practice. <laughs> um, if you're on the if you're on a paid department that can remember that, that it's actually paid to remember that. That's their job to remember that. I get it. Volunteer department, no one's gonna remember that crap. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> I, I, you got another one? Name for fire truck um, companies. That builds fire trucks. Pierce, International. Um, E1. 
Ooh, there's one that I'm thinking in my head that's actually pretty big. Uh, yeah, tell me. Schmeal. Schmeal, there you go. <laughs> I was thinking Rosenbauer, but I think they're a pump company, I think. I can't remember if they're a pump company or not. Hmm. Schmeal, yep, you're right. Schmeal. Schmeal. There's no S-H. I feel. <laughs> Is that a schmuck? Uh, Alright, um, let's see here. Four entry tools. Or tools that you'd use for forceful entry. Halligan, axe. Well, those are the obvious two. Halligan, axe, door wedge, and. Ooh, what's that? I don't know what it's called. Words, it's, words. I'm going to make fun of you now. Oh, shut up. It's, <laughs> I don't know what company makes it. Modus just came out with one. But it's like, and it's hilarious because I don't understand why it's called a square if it's just half of a square. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That annoys me. Like, no, I'm... But, like, a construction square to, like, measure things or make, th make sure things are square, whatever. It looks like that, and then you put it in a door to, like, help open stuff. But I don't know you, what it's why called. Why don't you look up the name for that? Oh, okay. That might help. But that's my that's my other one. Yeah, that's your other one? That's that's my fourth. Um, so you got a K tool, and you have a rabbit tool. Can I use a K-12? Does that count? K-12, yeah. <laughs> metal commercial doors. Uh, uh, got hinges. I think there's a, another letter, but I can't remember what it is. A, B, C, D, nope. E. <laughs> A Lloyd Entry Tool is what they call it. A Lloyd Entry Tool. That's what they call theirs. I don't know if that's what all of them are, but... Hmm. Interesting. I just had another one I can think of. Yeah, your K-12, you can cut hinges, get through a garage door with K-12, sledgehammer. Ooh. I'm just going to say a pry bar. Pry bar. Two halligans. Or if you watch Chicago Fire, a slam again. What? <laughs> Slam again. Slam again? It's a halligan and a sledgehammer that are like hinged together. So you can do it with one person. It's a Chicago Fire thing. <laughs> I know. I know. I so, can't even watch that show. <laughs> I can't even. I can't even. I can't. I, I'm, I'm too much of a sorority girl. I can't even. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. Next question. Um, black or tan turnips. What? Black or tan turnips. Um, I really like both, actually. Like, I wasn't a fan of the black ones for a while, but the more I see them around, the more I kind of like them. They look just sharp. Yeah, they do. They look very professional, very clean. Um, again, the tan is traditional, and mm -hmm. I, I really like that, but... I could go either way on that. One thing with the black, I remember taking a class one time, um, and they were talking all about the, the, the class was called Surviving the Insult. And basically, they, they were talking about what your gear can take overall, and the thermal insult of it all. And, you know, something like with the black stuff, once that black starts to fade, you're gonna, I mean, that's an obvious indicator of... Yeah, a failure, a... Of, of, of heat failure, you know, the, of, of it starting to break down. 
you know, where you need to get either fixed or replaced or whatever the case may be, you need to start watching it. Whereas the tan, you don't really have that indicator. Yeah, uh, I took a class at fire school with where an instructor was wearing black hair, and I asked him about it, and they said it's great, and you know when it's when it's seen its heat because the dye in it will mm-hmm. will run will run, and that's when you know it's taking too much heat. Yeah. So. Yeah. Also, it's really cool. So at fire school this year, at Nebraska State Fire School, uh, that happens in May every year, they are actually bringing Billy Greenwood. And he is doing that class I'm talking about. And he's where I learned the class from. From That's that's where I took the class from the first time, was from him. But it was at the Los Luca Conference the first year we went. He's teaching that class at fire school. And I'm so dang excited. I was trying to explain to all of our our fellow firefighters here in the department of how awesome he is and how awesome this class is and they gotta go see it they gotta go check it out and they all thought I was crazy because they, you know, don't get how into this fire stuff I am. Like, you guys mm-hmm. don't understand. They're bringing this instructor in. Like, he's a national instructor. You guys need to go and, like, check this out. Like, this is a great class. It was one of my favorite classes I've ever taken. Yeah. Was this class. I learned so much. And... You guys know me. I know learning. I, I love learning. I love learning stuff about what could go wrong because, or limitations of things because I like having that knowledge to be able to come, either combat that or know when stuff's going to take a bad turn or whatever, right? Going through the surviving the insult class, I got so much of that this is what your gear can take and things to recognize with it or whatever or problems with that. And we went into thermal cameras with it too, like... Of how they fail and like how they get past the failures and stuff like that of them and like it was super cool but anyways trying to explain that to uh other small rural volunteers who aren't quite as into the fire service as you is a little difficult <laughs> and just like you guys have to take this class you don't understand it's a big deal that he's coming to fire school this year yeah most people just they want to take the hands-on classes mm-hmm. and be active and stuff like that. They just don't like the classroom classes. And I understand. But, I do. But yeah. this class, I mean, a lot of these classroom classes, they're good classroom classes. Yeah, for sure. So I'm scrolling Facebook here. Okay. And it's super funny. It had the, the best, it was a picture of a guy that was doing like a news interview. And his name was uh, Lieutenant uh, Les McBurney. Oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> did I ask you the last question or did you ask me? Um, you you asked me. Hmm. But I don't know that I have a question yet. I don't know. Name. Five tools you use for extrication. Airbags, cribbing, jaws. Do cutters count as a separate tool or not? Yes. Cutters and Halligan. Well done. Snagger. And a snagger. <laughs> <laughs> Cutting the red window open. Okay, yeah. just saying. Mm-hmm. Where does the Maltese cross symbol of the fire service come from? The Templars? I don't know. The Knights of St. John. Pretty much the Templars. <laughs> Sar- Saracens. European firefighters or Civil War. 
The Knights of St. John. When was the first fire pole invented? Fire pole? What do you mean? What do you mean fire pole? It just says when was the first fire pole invented. Like, 1853, postline? 1878, 1852, or 1840. 73. I don't know. No, before that. What? But like... It just says fire pole. P-O-L-E or P-U-L-L? P-O-L-E. Oh, because I was thinking you meant fire pole. Like, no, pulling, pulling. fire pole. P-O-L-E. Oh, okay. Give me the... Give me the... Woman. 1853, 1878, 1878. Eighteen ninety. Are you kidding? Nope. Which fire department became the first full-time paid professional fire department in the U.S.? Philadelphia, Indianapolis, Cincinnati, or Richmond? Richmond. Cincinnati. Oh. How many FDNY firefighters were killed on nine eleven? Three, four, three. The Great Chicago Fire burned how many square miles? Oh, are you saying I got that one right? Yeah, you got okay. that one right. Sorry. <laughs> about three miles, about one mile, about two miles, or about four miles? Three. I'm going to say one. No, it was three. Who is known for founding one of the first fire departments in the U.S.? Hey. Thomas Jefferson... Thomas Edison, Benjamin Franklin, and George Washington. I don't know if we should answer this one. It's almost like we cheated. Uh, what event brought about the change in the fire service largely because of the textiles and steel textiles and the steel industry? The Cold War, the Great Depression, World War II, or the Industrial Revolution? Industrial Revolution. You are correct. <laughs> we know 37%. I feel like we know, I mean, I feel like it's that pretty close. I don't know. Yeah. What does it mean if a fire hose is charged? It's damaged, it's been safely stored away, it's pressurized and ready for use, it's been pulled for safety reasons. Can I add a, a, another answer on there? <laughs> it's been accused of a crime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that your final answer? Yeah, it's my final answer. It's pressurized <laughs> and ready to be used. Oh, that's great. Scroll to the next question. Okay, firefighters are not permitted to enter, enter a dangerous location alone. What's the term to describe how they're supposed to handle things? Two in, two out, rules of engagement, dream team, or backwatch? Say it again, I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> firefighters are not permitted to enter, enter a dangerous location alone. What's the term to describe how they're supposed to handle things? Two in, two out, rules of engagement, 
Dream Team or Backwatch? Oh, Dream Team, 100%. Two in, two out. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> What's the name of, a, of the tool a firefighter must use to break a window or to probe walls or ceilings for hidden fires? Pike pole, fire hammer, jaws of life, or, or truncheon? I would argue you could use Jaws of Life for that you if you could. felt like it. <laughs> I'm going with Pike Pole, though, which was right. Fire helmets come in different colors for different ranks. Who would wear a white helmet? Regular firefighter, fire inspector, probationary firefighter, or fire chief? I think the probie should wear it. I'm just having fun so now. So I'm going with the opposite of fire chief. Okay. <laughs> Different apparatuses have different names and different jobs. What is the purpose of a fire engine? To carry tools and pump water? To transport high-ranking members of the department to a fire? To carry long ladders that can, can conduct rescues at heights? To provide emergency medical support on site? I'm not listening, and I should start listening. <laughs> different apparatus have different <laughs> names and different jobs. What is the purpose of a fire engine? Oh, boy. To run really slow people over who don't move over when you turn your lights on? To carry tools and pump water? Sure. To transport high-ranking members of the department to a fire? Oh, yeah, definitely that one. To carry long ladders that can conduct rescue at heights? Yeah. To provide emergency medical support on site? That's the best one. I like my answers better than their answers. What if, or what is someone referring to when they talk about firefighting apparatus? I just, I want to think of something funny, but it's like nothing. Like my mind is completely blank. Handheld tools like axes? Mobile firefighting equipment like trucks and pumpers? The knowledge base of a firefighter needs to have? Or medical tools like the Jaws of Life? Or mechanical tools, sorry. I feel like someone who didn't know this stuff would think that's the knowledge. Yeah. What's another term for attacking a fire from the outside only? Deluge? Hitting it hard from the yard? Drop, <laughs> drop down flood? Surround and drown? Or full drench? <laughs> what is the purpose of a pass device? I'm not giving Help, I've fallen and I can't give it up. Sounds alarm if a firefighter stops moving. Yeah. Which of the following would not be a firefighter physical ability test? Hose drag, equipment carry, stair climb, or wind sprint? Sprint. When do we sprint anywhere? When was the, <laughs> when was the term used to describe the old school firefighting technique of passing water along a human chain? Oh, come on, that's way too easy. A water chain? A fire team, a fire watch. I love how you're actually asking me these questions. Or like a bucket brigade. I choose D. I'm not going to give you answers anymore. What class of fire is most commonly fought by using just water to suppress the flames? A. Good job. What does NFPA stand for? National Fire Protection Agency. Come three, on, I'm three, awesome. Three and five fire deaths occur in homes due to what? Uh, inactive smoke alarms. Oh, did I get that right? 
Score! Answer was missing or inoperative smoke alarms. <laughs> what do you call it when a fire is burned out most of the oxygen in the space and then oxygen is explosively reintroduced? Backdraft. Very good. What kind of hose would you attach to the pumper to fight a house fire? Hold on, from which direction? I'm assuming they mean from the hydrant to the pumper. So in that case, I'm going to say an LDH, which for us would be a 5-inch. What kind of hose would attach to the pumper to fight a house fire? They have attack hose, supply hose, booster hose, and suction hose. I'm going to say a supply hose in their terms. I want to say attack hose. Yeah, those are tacos. What? Yeah. Are they talking about from the pumper to the house? It just says, what kind of hose would you attach to the pumper to fight a house fire? <laughs> what exactly is a quint? Ooh, this is a good one. A type of fire apparatus? Oh, they don't go into it far enough. A technique for fighting large fires? Oh, well, a that's... A missionary firefighter, a tool for breaking doors. Okay, so I got this one given to me, so it's a, it's a fire... Bar. So actually, what is a quint officially? Do you know? A quint is... It does five things, and I can't... Well, obviously, it's a quint. <laughs> it pumps. It can tank water. It holds fire hose. It's an aerial device, and it has ground ladders. So, our ladder truck is a quint? Our ladder truck is a quint, even though it only has 300 gallons, but it is It still technically takes water. Yep. It is our, we have a quint. Ooh, we're fancy. <laughs> Alright. The three elements in the fire triangle. Heat, oxygen, and... Crap. Fuel, oxygen, and time. Oh. Heat, fuel, fuel, and ox oxygen, and heat. Sorry. And heat. and if you're adding the tetrahedron, tetrahedron, it's the uh, combustion, the the ignition source. So fuel, oxygen, and time. No. Heat, fuel, and oxidizing agent. Heat, fuel, and oxygen. Oxygen accelerant in space. Oxidizing, combustion, and agitation. Heat, fuel, oxygen. Does it not have that as an answer? Heat, fuel, and oxidizing agent. Okay. What, I was is, like... what is the classification for a fire that is fueled by flammable metals? I don't freaking know. Um, well, I'm going to assume, I'm just this is deduction of knowledge. I don't think it's A, B, or C. Because A is just water. And I don't remember what B or C is, but you have A, B, and C fire extinguishers. And I don't think that would take care of metal. So I'm going to say D. Yep. Hey! Look A, at me using my... A is your... Basically your solids, like wood and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, B would be your liquids. Okay. Yeah, because class B foam. Okay, we use and, that quite... Not quite a bit, but yeah. And C would be electrical. Oh, okay. And then K is kitchen. Mm. Grease fires. Mm -hmm. um, so why wouldn't grease fires be classified under liquids? I don't know. I mean. Uh, and K is something that come up. Here recently? Was, 
That was relatively new when I took my firefighter one. Oh, okay. So, so hey, look. You don't know something? Use deductive reasoning. There you go. I'm Sherlock Holmes of fire. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not get carried away. How many classifications of buildings are there based on the fire resistance of their constructive materials? How many? Yeah. Okay, I need, I need multiple choice for this one. Three, seven, five, and ten. I'm debating between five and seven. I'm, I'm gonna say five. Was I right? Yep. Oh, geez. Does it say what they are? No, it doesn't. Nah. Just says uh, this information can be helpful for a firefighter. No, since obviously a building made entirely of wood is more likely to burn than brick. Well, thank you for letting us know that. <laughs> How often do fire departments in America respond to calls? 24 seconds, 5 minutes, 3 minutes, 13 minutes. On average, 24 seconds. If you're averaging the entire U.S. Yep. That was correct? Yep. Okay. Airport crashes, airport crash tenders are important for firefighting. What are they? They carry water to the scene. <laughs> Okay, um, mats for rescuing crash victims, firefighters trained to deal with airplane fires, heavy-duty trucks for dealing with airport fires, chemicals to suppress jet fuel fires. The heavy-duty trucks. It's a tender. Yeah. Made of airport, chicken. Okay, airport crash tenders. Okay, I got you. Um, you didn't know that, or you were confused by it? I was kind of confused by it. Okay. Uh, what's another name for a firefighter trained to fight remote forest fires? Wildland firefighter? Wild firefighter, fire ranger, forest firefighter, or forest fighter, or smoke jumper? Mm, smoke jumper. The name FM... If they want to get technical, smoke jumper. Yeah. Um, the name FM200 doesn't tell you much about this product that firefighters use. What is it? FN2187, what? <laughs> we did not just watch The Force Awakens last night. No. <laughs> um, it's a breathing mask. It's a type of hose. A chemical fire suppressant. Or the call sign for an aerial fire apparatus. FN200? FM. M. Should I know this? Okay, hold on. Answer them or read me them again. Uh, a chemical fire suppressant, a type of hose. You're giving me 50-50? I'm going to say a type of hose. I'm assuming I'm wrong. Initials are CFS. Chemical fire suppressant. Interesting. I've yeah. never heard of that. FM200 is a halocarbon chemical fire suppressant. It's also known by the incredibly unwieldy name one 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 two three three three. <laughs> Heptafluoropropane, propane, and is useful for fighting fires that can't be exposed to water for safety reasons. Oh my goodness, that's just like a yeah. whole <clears throat> a hubble jubble of like what? Here's one for you. Okay. How old are the majority of firefighters in America as of 2017 statistics from the NFPA? Uh, volunteers or career? It probably doesn't it say. Doesn't say. Okay. 
If it was just career, I'd say 30-39. If it's everyone, I'd say 40-49. to But let's say 30-39. That's correct. Okay. 20% of all firefighters are between 30 and 39, making them a majority. 24 are between 40 and 49, and 21 fall between 20 and 29. Wait, that doesn't fit 100%. And 29.3 of all of firefighters are age 16 and 19, and 8% are over the age of, four, of 60. Hmm. Okay, whatever. Okay. What is the purpose of a hook ladder? Of a hook ladder? Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that's what we use as roof ladders. Because it hooks on the roof of the other side. The peak to of the catch roof. hold of people in need of rescue, to access windows in narrow spaces, to pull open windows to climb short distances. What? Do you know this one? I think so. Okay, so, so it's not the same ladder I'm thinking <clears> of. <throat> it's not a roof ladder. It is, but um, they're used differently in big cities. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Okay, list off the options again. I'll try to think of big city. <laughs> to catch hold of people in need of rescue. No. To access windows in narrow spaces. Maybe. To pull open windows. To climb short distances. I don't know. I give up okay. on this one. Um, so you've seen the, the videos of the firefighters that are like super fast at climbing things. Yeah. Have you ever seen them use the hook ladder to go up like three stories? No. Oh, well, no. What we use is a roof ladder. Mm-hmm. We'll hook that on a window seal, climb up to the window, get in the window, move that ladder up to the next So one. they use it for the small spaces or whatever? Yeah, to access windows in small spaces. That's really how they use that in the big cities? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just, the, like, I thought it was just literally called a roof ladder. Is that not what it's actually called? I, I feel know. like so small-headed right now. Like, like just not knowing anything at the moment. I, I imagine it's, a hook ladder in the bigger cities and probably a roof ladder in those smaller more rules but it's the same ladder yeah so like they would surely use it as like a roof ladder like if they hadn't they don't have oh, one sure. story but like right yeah i'm sure they probably would but they don't call i'm sure they don't call it a roof ladder because why would they if they yeah. don't use it yeah weird okay sorry <laughs> look wait what yeah i knew they used them for that i just never thought of a different name for it i guess hmm. but uh sometimes a firefighter may need to use a k-tool what is it for like a K-12? No, a K-tool. Which one's the K-12? I, I said it earlier. We don't have one. I don't remember. It was so long ago. Measuring kilojoules in a fire? Cutting no. through steel? Maybe. Checking door temperatures? No. Removing a cylinder lock on a door? Crap. Both of those that I narrowed it down to was forceful entry. And it's not fair, because I'm pretty sure that's where you brought it up. And I don't know which one. Cutting through steel or removing a cylinder lock on a door? They're both forceful entry. You're right. Okay. I gave you 50-50 here. So what, okay. So the K-12, that is technically a K-tool, right? It's just number 12. No. Oh. Like, I don't know anything about that stuff. That's so. just a cutoff saw. They got the nickname K-12 somewhere. I don't know where. Is it spelled with a K? The cutoff saw? Possibly. I don't know. 
I don't know. Why would it be called K? Why would why K twelve? Why not K eleven? Why not K thirty two? I think the K twelve was actually a different brand that was made like as a rescue saw. Okay. And then it got called the K twelve, and I think it just kind of carried over to all the other brands. So then the lock one. Yep. Okay. So what is the tool again? It's a K tool. Well, yeah, but does it look like a K? Yes, it does. Okay, at least that one makes sense. Um, it's <laughs> it's got a it's got. A, well, it looks like a K on one side, and like on a deadbolt, you slide that over the deadbolt and beat it onto there, and then you hook a halligan into it and pry out on it and pull the cylinder out of the door. That's kind of what I showed you. Not like the same thing, but like a bigger, like I showed you that. Yeah. No, it was just with the halligan. It was just with the halligan. They didn't use the K tool, it was just halligan. Right, but a K tool will do the same thing. Well, why not just use a halligan? You can, obviously. Well, then why have the K-Tool? I'm sorry. <laughs> Devil's advocate. I don't know. What percentage of firefighters in America are women? We had we talked about this on our male versus female one. or Was it that one or is it tips for the volunteer firefighter? I don't remember which one it was. Um, are we talking career or volunteer? Because uh, career, I think we determined it was like six. And on volunteer, I think it was like, what, ten? Eight or something like that. Well, we got 7.3, 10.1, 15.6, and 22. 7.3. That is correct. Aha. Nailed it. Uh, what kind of fire is classified as a class K fire? <laughs> you gave this one already. Where you're already kitchen. Cooking oil fire. Uh, there's a kind of fire truck with a ladder that can reach over 30 stories high. What? animal is it named after animal the brontosaurus the giraffe the elephant or the king kong i must say king kong because in new york city the hint says it's a dinosaur brontosaurus really apparently okay the brontosaurus skylift is a pretty rare fire apparatus and would only and would only see used in larger cities i don't know where you found these questions but i kind of love them what was the total cost of fires in the U.S. in 2014? Total Two, cost? Okay. $257 million, $107 billion, $670 million, or $328.5 billion? The, the lower billion one. $107 billion? Yeah. That is wrong. Which one was it? $328.5 billion. Yeah. What was the first official fire department founded in Boston? Or when was the first official fire department founded in Boston? 1776, 1678, 1812, or 1699? It's going to be one of the 1600s. Because they would have, I'm sure they would have had a fire department. Because when we were talking about Ben Franklin, if I remember right... They modeled the bucket brigade off of the Boston ones. So. 1678 or 1699? 1699. Let's try that one. 1678. Yeah! I wasn't sure how... When did, when did Boston get founded? Mm. Okay. 
Anyways, America's, I was on the right track with that. America's first official fire department was founded January 27th, 1678 in Boston. This was six years after the governor took the time to ban people from having wood chimneys and thatched roofs, which were incredibly fire hazards. What do you call the large water cannon affixed on top of some pumper trucks? <laughs> I want to give it a fun name. The elephant. Uh... Delusion. Deck gun. Fire monitor. Or all. Uh, D, all of the above. Thank you very much. That's correct. <laughs> I, was, I didn't see the all of the above, and I was like, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. You're like, wait a second, something doesn't seem right. <laughs> uh, according to NFPA standards, how many categories of fire apparatus are there? One, three, five, or seven? Well, obviously it's going to be like five or seven if you can add all the command vehicles and EMS crap in there. Um, so we're going to say, what we come up with before? We came about seven. If you come up with a hazmat and all that crap. Yep. Okay. Include pumper fire apparatus, initial attack apparatus, mobile water supply apparatus. Wait, there's a different one for initial attack versus... which. What does the initial attack do versus the pumper versus the truck? Like, isn't initial attack is whatever gets there first? (laughs) I'm sorry, go on. Um, Yeah. Pump, initial attack... Um, mobile water supply, aerial apparatus, quint apparatus. Those are the five. Oh, I said seven. Or seven. I said seven. You said five Which right there. Which include fire pump apparatus, initial attack apparatus, mobile water supply apparatus, aerial apparatus, quint fire apparatus, special service fire apparatus, and mobile foam apparatus. Mobile? They have a special one for foam? Yeah, they do. Wow, they're fancy. Yeah. According to NFPA <laughs> standards, how many calls were made to fire departments in America in 2016? Mm-hmm. 21 million, 28 million, 35 million, 87 million. I'm going to say 87 million because I know how many I've fallen I can't get up need to happen. 35. Ooh, okay, fine. Still. Yeah, I'd, I'd go with you, though. <laughs> How many firefighters were injured in the line of duty back in 2017, according to NFPA? 2017? Oh, geez. That's not long... T- like, I know it's not a long time ago, but that's, like, almost four years ago now. 45,000, 58,000, 66,000, or 80,000? 50,000. 58? Yeah. Yep. Well, we got an 89 on it. <laughs> that's not too bad. Where'd you find that quiz? How stuff works. <laughs> It was kind of cool because it was, like, super basic, but at the same time it was, like, okay, interesting. Yeah. But, like, some of those I could, like, answer fun. Or, like, I... Some of those, like, you stopped giving me answers for some of those that were in the middle of, like, pretty easy. Yeah. It was kind of fun because, like, I could be, like, hey, I, I really know these. <laughs> All right. That's probably good enough for tonight. That's probably good enough for tonight. You getting tired? That is probably good enough for tonight. We probably should go to bed. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't know how to end this. I don't either. Uh, I don't know. We don't really have a winner. There wasn't really any no, gain to really it. Like, I don't know. So, you've heard our ramblings for the night, and uh, hopefully we brought some smiles to your face with our random questions that we like to we ask. Just, we just want to have fun. Yeah, it was just kind of a fun night, an easy unload night kind of deal. So, yeah, yeah I guess with that, if you guys have any requests, please send them in. I want to hear them. 
Chris may not, but I'll take them. And I always love hearing <laughs> questions. <laughs> well, not just questions, but requests for like to talk about. But questions too. Anything you got, I'm 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 up for it. So. Yep. Send them in. Um, if you got some sort of game or something you want us to play sometime, we're more than open to that. So. Yeah, I love games. I really do. Just hit us up. We'll talk. We might talk on the podcast. We might talk on the phone. Whatever. Whatever we need to do. <laughs> anyway, um, you guys have a good night and enjoy the rest of your day. All right. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to leave us a rating and review wherever you're listening to us. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Couplings Fire Podcast. See you next time.